today's episode of Titus and Tate, we will be covering the story that America cannot get enough of. The outburst. Not even a story, mm-hmm. the outburst. The, uh, the the man who is in a fragile emotional state. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski, Trouble in Paradise. Uh, the, the Dukies are eating their own down there in Durham. Uh, it is It is been quite a sight to, to witness the backpedaling going on, the, the apology that's not actually an apology. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the sky falling in Wisconsin, and Madison, Wisconsin in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, all sorts of things going on with that program, with the Badgers right now. Uh, uh, also, just across the Big Ten in general. Xavier Simpson suspended. DJ Carton is now out. For what is going on with all the stars of the Big Ten? Nobody wants to stay in the Big Ten. People are trying to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about. Th- we're going to. We're going to cover that. We're going to do the Pac-12 update. Tate has been chomping at the bit. I yes. say that every time with the Pac-12 update. I use that same line, chomping at the bit, because that's there's no other way to describe. Well, it, it is. You're a over bit. there chomping. Yes. It's a bit. You're <laughs> over there chomping. Boy, am I chomping? Because I'm like, what am I going to talk about uh, now? Uh, we're we're going to cover that. We're going to do uh, a fun little segment, Company Men. We're bringing that one back. We're going to do that at the end. Um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about in college basketball. If you did not listen uh, to our Kobe Bryant uh, tribute last show, you can go do that. That was that was what we did last show. It didn't really touch we didn't touch anything in the world of college basketball. So um, we're we're a little bit behind on stuff we got to catch up with and, and and cover. And we're going to do our, our best to get to all of it. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. All right, Tate, it is Thursday night here in Los Angeles. Uh, we are a, a few days removed, as I said at the top, from um, doing our Kobe Bryant show. Very somber show. We're the, the, the saddest show we've ever done. Um, I still have lingering lingering feelings uh, towards the whole Kobe thing. Like, I'm still not over it. I've still been yeah. processed. I was hoping, like, doing that show um, would help me get through it, and then, like, you could kind of, like, put that part behind you and, like, move on with your life or whatever. Still really, really hard. Still feels fresh. Still does not feel real that, that Kobe Bryant is no longer with us. Uh, and and I, as those thoughts kept percolating in my mind as the week went on, I thought, how are we going to do a show? Like, how are we going to get back? How do you, how do you shift from just the, the, the tragedy that was the Kobe Bryant death and, and, uh, and those that perished along with him? Uh, how do you shift from that to what this, sh- this show usually is, which is just nonsense about college basketball, mm-hmm. about the world of college basketball? Uh what could like I, how how was that shift going to happen? Is what I said to myself. And then the Duke Blue Devils played Pitt, and we were gifted the greatest thing ever. Like it, it, I don't know how to describe it. That the bag man who is responsible for this new age of Duke basketball, the, the shift of Mike Krzyzewski from trying to emulate Dean Smith, and then he's trying to emulate Bob Knight. Now he's trying to be John Calipari, the one in Duke, yeah, as we like to call it, yeah. The bagman himself, Jeff Capel, brings his team to Durham, the Pittsburgh Panthers. Uh, the, the Cameron Crazies are in support of Jeff Capel. They are chanting for Jeff Capel. They are saying, you are one, one of, of us. us. Sit with us. You <laughs> and, are us. And Coach K loses his mind because mm-hmm. he's a senile old man who has no idea what's going on. And uh, the fallout from this is – it was tailor-made for this show, Tate. So we're back. It's, it's good to be back. And it is good to be back because Coach K losing his mind is something – there are like four pillars about this show. There's something that you can really point to as like this is something that we are about, whether it be the FBI or Coach K yep. or Kevin Stallings or just basketball. Those yes. are the four pillars. Yeah. And this – It may be Patino. It may be Patino, but that might be in the, the Kevin Stallings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how many pillars there are, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> but regardless, Coach K losing his mind – when the Cameron Crazies were confused why he's losing their mind, just so that good. moment in time, and a referee actually being on Coach K's side, being his hold-me-back guy, <laughs> um, which is just almost too fitting to really even imagine because usually it's Coach K going after an official. Right. This time it's at, going after his own fans. And you said he didn't say sorry. And Coach well, K wanted to reiterate that he did not say sorry. He just wanted to make amends. He he's sorry, but he, I mean he did the patino. He's like I I'm sorry, but I'm not. He 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 literally said I apologize <laughs> to the students for that, but I don't apologize for the timing. Like he he went on this whole press conference. Uh, uh, his answer in the press conference was hysterical. Let's just get to it. I want I want to read yes. the whole thing because okay. it is it is hilarious, and I typed it all out. I don't know if I made a mistake on that, but I've never heard another coach's name yelled out in the middle of the first half when we're in a war with a team. Mm. Yes, Mike, it is it is war. Nineteen year olds playing a sport for free is definitely war. (laughs) I thought it was something personal because I've never heard. And then he stops. He goes, I apologize to the students for that. 
I don't apologize for the timing. You shouldn't mm. say that. In the middle of the first half of an ACC game, this isn't some cutesy little thing where you know we can just bounce a ball around and you know giggle. <laughs> we've got the to shots f- fired. We've got to fight. We have to have people that are adamant about it. Mm-hmm. So once I heard his name again, I'm not going to say. And he raises his hand and says, "Will you please tell me exactly what you're doing?" So it is a mistake on my part, but I'd rather make the mistake in protection of my takes a pause, my guy. And then I just uh, and then I went just at the end of the half and said. Look, he's our guy, you know. He's our guy. So I apologize, but let's think of a different cheer. You leave the other guy alone. So basically, I'm sorry that uh, classic coach, classic uh, Patino move, classic just like any coach in college basketball, basically. Yes. I'm really, really sorry. I'm not sure what I'm sorry for, but you guys seem to want an apology You guys me. seem to be upset. You, you guys are upset. I'm sorry you're upset. <laughs> how do I appease how, <laughs> how upset you are? It's very funny. Like As I drive around L.A., you know the billboards? We always see the billboards everywhere. Bill Marshall's coming back, and it's sorry, not sorry. Yeah. That is the slogan. And every yeah. time I see that, it just looks like the quintessential college basketball coach <laughs> got the hair slicked back, and it's sorry, not sorry. I mean, we did it. It's it's your fault. You chanted something. I'm mad about it. I freaked out. I told you all but to shut up. It's not even that he told him to it. shut up. Like I think what's getting it's not shut getting Shut up. <laughs> shut up. That's what he was yelling. It was terrifying. It's not getting lost. I almost said what's getting lost because it's definitely not. People on the internet are dragging him, and rightfully so. Yes. Um, what, what's getting lost in translation to Coach K? To How the- many times can Coach K get dragged? Whether it be Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Whether it be indefinitely, I mean, like just recently, you know, there's been so it's, many iterations over. The problem that he doesn't seem to understand is I don't think people really. I mean, how old is he? Eighty nine now, one hundred and twelve. Who knows how old Coach K is? There's a range. It, it it's defensible that he doesn't understand what the students are chanting and yes. he's upset about it. Yes. So that is not even necessarily what people are mad about that you were yelling at your own students, even though they were, you guys were all aligned. You're just. I, I don't know what what that was about, but no one's really mad about that. We're mad that you lost your mind and come beating your – he was literally beating yes. his chest. Yes. Like Matthew McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. <laughs> Losing his mind. Chaining Just, one of us. And they were saying, yes, he, he is, is one of th- us. Every single That's one of those kids said, is like – sit with us yeah. because he's one of us. Every single one of those kids is like, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm terrified for my life. Um and then, and then, even then, like he can't apologize. Like someone clearly had to tell him what was going on because, like, mm-hmm. he knows. He, in his apology, he's made clear that he kind of knows what was going on, which is that that they didn't mean anything bad by it at all. Um, and even then, all he has to do is just be like, "Listen, guys, I'm an idiot. I I thought I thought they were chanting bad things about him, mm-hmm. so I tried to defend him, um, and I was wrong, and uh, that's it. And then the story goes away. Instead." <laughs> Is, this isn't some cutesy little thing where we just bounce a ball and giggle. What the hell does that even mean? Uh, he he still stands by. He's like, I still think I did the right thing. In fact, not only did I not do the wrong thing, I was I, I was just protecting my guy. Mm-hmm. I and and you should be applauding me for what I just did. And then the, today <laughs> the story comes out that he apologizes, quote unquote. Who knows if he's actually apologizing mm. to the Cameron Crazies by saying he was in a fragile emotional state because of the passing of Kobe Bryant. So everyone just lay off of his back. Uh, he coached Kobe Bryant in like seven games and, and, and won two gold medals with him. And for that reason, him and Kobe were super tight. And he's he's just like – He was in a fragile distraught. state. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he also went on to say – basically, there were four, there's about 50 students that sit in a line in tents, uh, and they line up for an important game against North Carolina every year. And it's Krzyzewskiville, and they, they build it all out. And they have these p- things called uh, headline monitors. And I think like – they, they like basically they're like uh, if if you think of your hall monitor think about if your hall monitor lived with you you know what I mean think about that so Coach K went to one of those line monitors and said I want you to go gather up all those people freezing out in tents bring them into the media room and then I'm gonna have a 30 minute just speech probably you know <laughs> threats and break down how to cheer so he basically brings in the Shashevskyville fans they all sit down and Coach K. Shows them how to cheer properly. Plays clips of good cheering from the Shusevskyville fans, like mm-hmm. "Let's Go Duke," all the classics, I'm sure, and then probably some old school ones that he loves, like "Jr. Can't Read" or whatever else he has queued <laughs> up to play. And he's like, "This is how, this is how we do it. This is Duke basketball." He's yelling yeah. at them. They're getting up. No, you know, no, they're getting fired up. That's not true because he said in his quote, he says, "Let's think of a different cheer. You leave the other guy alone." So when Carolina plays mm. in in Cameron, you leave look, him alone. look for yeah, look for Coach K to leave do the same alone. thing when all the Duke. Fans are chanting against North Carolina. Coach K is definitely going to say, stop doing that. He's 100% going to do that. 
Because he's not a hypocrite. <laughs> he's not. Are you, do you think he's a hypocrite? Because he would be a hypocrite. Like if if they start chanting chants against Carolina and he doesn't say anything, he's a hypocrite. Yes. And we all know he's not. He's yes. a leader of men. Yes. He's he's the the the, the prime example of what. Um, a college basketball coach should be, so uh, you don't have to worry about that. This is the first time that we've seen the deviation between the crazies and the crazy, and <laughs> and and it's and it's Coach K and it's the crazies, and they're always in conjunction. They're they're like together. It's like a beautiful dance between the two of them. And they're always seemingly on the same page. And this first time, Coach K turned the page and it said, "Sit with us." Uh, disrespect to to Capel, and apparently he was pointing to they used to be mean. You know, back yeah. in the day to Jeff Capel, and people would boo when he would come into games, and, you know, Coach K didn't like that. And, and sure, it, pr- it probably happened. I pulled up a few articles that said it did. Mm-hmm. He also hit one of the biggest shots, even though they lost that game in overtime. People remember him hitting the, the mm-hmm. half-court shot, and they show that every Duke-Carolina game. So Capel's had his good moments. They asked Capel after the game. They're like, do you care about the crazies? He's like, not at all. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I, he was like I understand that Coach was-, was upset about it, but I got Zion Williamson to come to Duke. Yeah, You're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. That's why they love him. That's why the crazies love That's him. That's why he's one of us. And the reason they want him, they, the reason the crazies want Cable to go sit with him is they want him to leave his bag yes. when he comes yes. over. Yes, <laughs> we want Zion. Bring, bring the bag, Jeff. Bring it to the student <laughs> section and leave it. Um, Coach K is Logan Roy, I think. Not yes. to you know, I, I uh, uh, th- that's all I can think because I'm, I'm looking at this. Cable has to be like, what the hell is that? Like, why, why is he losing his mind? Like, Shire has to be on the bench. I think everyone who's an understudy of of Coach K is like looking at each other, like, this man is losing his mind. Mm-hmm. What do we do? But he, at the same time, he is the Titan, the the guy that that cannot be defeated. What does Doctor su- Evil always need to succeed? Number two. <laughs> Coach K has no number two. You know uh, what I mean? There's no guy that he can really point to. And, in fact, his number two is coaching at Pitt. So he yeah. that's why he's saying he's one of us. He wants to stay in good favor with Jeff Cable for when the Pitt thing Well, Jeff Cable knows where the, the bodies yeah. are buried, exactly. too. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. we got to be nice to this but, guy. But do you think that all the do, all the people that are on all of K's disciples, yes. do you think they all, behind closed doors, when K goes and, and goes reads his iPad yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah goes to sleep Facebook. in his coffin yeah, yeah. or whatever it is he yeah. do you think all those all <laughs> with of his the, iPad <laughs> do you think do you think all of his disciples are calling each other being like this man has lost his damn mind who is Judas is yeah the <laughs> who's gonna be Judas you <laughs> can find Judas I don't know, man. He's going to be Grayson Allen when he comes back to be on staff in about three years. I feel like that's going to be it. That's when Coach K will finally – like that'll be the end of the leash. But until then, this is actually a great moment. This sparked – Coach K, all we want is the fire, you know? Yeah. And if you you want to see fire, that's fire. That's fire. That man's lit. I, I still think that he's he I said it last year when they were uh uh when he was he, he did the worst coaching job of his career with the Zion team and yeah just basically was play like, zone just play zone switch everything <laughs> and you guys figure it out on offense yeah. that was, that was all Zion. They, they just sat there and crossed his arms <laughs> uh that I I think I said that that he is, has entered the Joe Paterno stage of his career mm-hmm. where he's just sitting there trying roll not, the balls out trying not to piss his pants as he's sitting there and and that's really. That's really – and he's just like, huh, what's going on? And he's looking at his assistants like, are we up, are we down? Ooh. I think he's reached that point of his career, and I, I just want him to retire. Please retire, Kay. It's time. <laughs> Kay it's, will it's never retire. To, you're In the fact, greatest coach. I, I want to say something nice about you. You are the greatest college basketball coach of all time. You are better than John Wooden. I will defend anyone who wants to argue with me on that. Mike Krzyzewski is the greatest coach of all time. I cannot defend, like, the last three or four years of Mike Krzyzewski. Mm-hmm. I cannot defend it. The hypocrisy is through the roof. He, he, his Whatever aura there was about him is, is turning into a punchline very rapidly. Mm-hmm. It always has been for you, Tate, mm-hmm. but those of us who are neutral fans, um, it's, very mu- it's very quickly turning into a punchline. This is, this is just another on, on, on top of that. The just prob- hang it up, Mike. <laughs> hang it up. The problem with acting – is that eventually you break, you know? And with Coach K, like you just said, he has been acting as the one-and-done cool guy that mm-hmm. is all about the NBA and those guys for quite a while now, since about 2010. <laughs> it's about a decade. It's a mm-hmm. decade of keeping up an act. And he finally cracked, and what I want to know is what he thought they said. And no yes. one's – and this is why journalism, I think, is falling apart. It's because if you're in that room and you're a journalist and he's like, I thought they said something else, the next qu- – if Charlie Rose is in that room, <laughs> and not to, you know – but, like, let's say 30 years ago, he would have said, what, what did you, you think, think they said? Yeah. And no one else asked that question because they're just like, oh, he got confused. It's whatever. But I don't know what could have really made him with us involved, you know? Yeah. I don't understand what could have set him off like that. 
But obviously, there's something behind the scenes with him and Capel where he's like, they will never talk bad about you. Yeah, yet. you can't ever yeah, again. That's part of the deal. Yeah, yeah. I told you, Capel knows where the where the bodies are buried. Did you read but the tissue defense? Did you read the last defense that he gave? Yeah, the Kobe thing. No, 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 what else? no, no, no. That was the Kobe defense. This was the tissue defense, and I and I'll read it out. Mike Shashesky said that he drops a tissue on the floor sometimes before before practice every couple years, and if he sees if anybody picks it up, and and if nobody picks it up. Then he will host a team meeting and say, why did we not pick this up? You're kidding. Stop And it. he's like, I Stop picked it. it up because this is my floor. This is our floor. Stop it. This is the tissue no. defense. And Coach K is basically saying that a tissue was dropped on the floor by having this beautiful. Your, is, are you on Inside Carolina? No, is that your source? This is the tissue defense from Mike Krzyzewski. This is what he is saying. The 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 moment being in that building, being on that floor, what it means to him. It means that even having a speck, like a tissue on the mm -hmm. floor, should be picked up for the respect that you have for his court. This is my this is my court. First, <laughs> this is my floor. Period. This is our floor. Period. And I think what the this craziest floor forgot. Is my floor. <laughs> this floor is your floor. The craziest <laughs> forgot that this is his floor, yeah. and then this is their floor. And they thought it was their floor and not his floor. And therefore, <laughs> and it, is therefore not their, <laughs> it is not their floor. You must have quit. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Why, why was he paying attention to what the crazies were saying anyway? Uh, that's the other part is like, are you not coach? I don't. Well, it also goes to show that he's always listening to what they're saying. Yes. You know what I mean? That's yes. the funniest part about it is that now when he plays it, he didn't see that. Or I didn't see that sign that says JR can't read. I didn't see that. Yeah, you did. And you did. The, the Kobe thing is, is honestly offensive. Like that's. Uh, what yes. a horrible excuse that is. Like, of course you're distraught. That's fine. But you know what a mature man does? And I can't believe I have to tell this to a guy, again, who's like 130 years old. <laughs> a mature person is like, like you keep that internalized. Like, even if Kobe was the reason, you don't blame it on, you know what I mean? Like, Especially when you're mentoring young like, men literally all you actually have. Literally all you feelings. have to say is, I thought I heard something else. I mm. misunderstood what happened. Mm. That was a huge mistake on my part. I'm so sorry to the Cameron Crazies and all the fans. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate that they support our former players and coaches. That's one of the great things I love about Duke University is once you're in the brotherhood, you're in the brotherhood for life. And, uh, you know, I, I, I made the mistake this time, but can it really, it really can take a break. John Shire is writing yeah. this all out right Yeah, now. right. Let's, let's give him a break. I mean, for God's sakes, like, do I got to be the PR guy at Duke? Like, what the <laughs> hell? It's so obvious what you're supposed to say. Come and on, instead, Mike, he's like, like, he's like, I don't want to blame everything on Kobe. Like, he's Tobias Funke from yeah, the rest yes, of He's like, yes. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to blame it all on 9-11, but it certainly didn't help, Matt. He's like, what? And then he became <laughs> Professor Carmino, where he's like, how do I reach these kids? Yeah. I, I, I do not know how to get to these kids. They don't understand oh me. God. I wish that you could have Skyped into the 30-minute seminar I gave the crazies. Because I feel like all the crazies deserve that, not just the 50 that were No, ESPN Plus has the rights to that. They're going to air that as a four-part <laughs> documentary next summer. <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> It's gonna be uh, K versus crazy. This is it's how to cheer yeah. with yeah. Coach Chesky. Yeah. It's uh, it's like night school when they when ESPN did that. Where they <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Remember when ESPN had the night school where they were doing the walk? They had all the walk-ons trying out for Texas Tech. Yes. Uh, they're gonna do that, except it's like people learning how to be a camera crazy, and Coach yeah. K is coaching them. It's like a twelve-part series. <laughs> he just ESPN yells, Plus. "Shut up!" at them the entire time. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> <laughs> One of us can shut up. Perfect. Well, look, Coach K got us back, so thank you, Coach oh, K. We god. appreciate that. Oh my god! Um, big yeah. win over Pitt, though. Big, big, big win. Big win over Pitt. Coach K. Uh, what a God war. bless him. Um, so things are going well in Duke, as we know. Uh, yes. uh, one place that things are not going well, Tate, is we have to talk about what's happened in Madison, Wisconsin, this week. Do we want to start with with Brad Davison? Friend? Of, is he still the friend of the program? Yes. We have to start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a friend. He is a friend of the program. Okay. Yes. Um, I guess yeah. We can't turn our backs on him. No, no, no. Um. Punched Connor? Did he punch him? Did he kind of give him a light tap? Did he? What, what are we calling it? My whole thing with this: if you're going to nut punch, mm -hmm. and this is why I respect Chris Paul, if you're going to duck punch, own it, do it, claim why you did it, or don't. Just, just yeah. like let it be known that yes, I or am that guy. Don't half-ass it. Don't yeah. half-ass it. You know what I would do if I was Brad? I'd blame it on Kobe. I would say, <laughs> I'd say I was distraught. Yeah, I mean, and, just, yeah. And like slow motion is going to hurt a lot yeah. of guys that that play this way. Yeah. So for Brad, um, I do feel bad about that. So yeah. should are we supposed to defend Brad? Because Brad, no. uh, we're not going to defend Brad. Yeah. If you're new to the program, Brad Brad Davison, when he took five charges against NC State last year, we had him on our show. Uh, it, it was I wouldn't say it was a great interview, it was a funny interview because Brad was like serious. He he told us that he gets his, he gets his haircut by his pastor's wife. Yes. He was pure. He won me over. I was like, this guy is. 
an all-American kid. Uh, this summer, I go fishing a lot. I'm I'm tagging Brad in pictures, mm. challenging him to a fish thing. We we have something set up. He just doesn't know yet that uh, next summer I'm going to Madison and I'm going to fish with Brad, and we're gonna have a fish off with him and, and Micah Potter <laughs> and the rest of the boys. Um, so yeah, Brad is a friend of the program, but this is indefensible. You can't punch guys in the balls, and especially he has a track record. He's a yeah. dirty player. We all know this. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's what I'm gonna say. If Brad had a Duke jersey on. How yeah. much more coverage does this get? That's really the question because Brad yeah. obviously is doing these things and he's getting away with it because he's with Wisconsin. You know that they're going to take these charges and play this certain way. And Brad is Brad. We all know who Brad is. But if he were at another school that was more, you know, hated, yeah. I guess you could say. I will say it this. It would be taking attention. I'm, I, I can't tell if I'm joking or not. I, I honestly can't tell if this is shtick. I got to hear it out of my mouth. I got to see what people think. Uh, I'm going to do the move where, like, I put the thought out there and then – Based on how people react, I decide if I'm joking or not. If people get really mad at me, I'm like, I was just joking. Calm down. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just yeah, a joke. Because yeah, yeah. um, I see people likening this to Grayson Allen tripping people and, and mm-hmm. that whole saga with the Grayson Allen thing. This is nothing like that. You don't think it's anything like that? I don't think it's anything like that. I think because everyone's saying it's worse, and to a certain extent it is because Grayson Allen Grayson never is good enough. Grayson is good enough not to do those things. That's true. That's a That's good point. That's the difference. Grayson it could be a superstar, but Grayson is wasting his time doing these things. Brad Davidson is not a superstar. <laughs> yeah, he so he to. must waste well, his time doing The point I was going to make was Brad. Brad's stuff, I really think in Brad's mind, he is just like not necessarily – Play, I don't think he thinks he's playing dirty, but he is. I'm, I, yes. I think what he thinks is that he's just like getting these competitive advantages. Like you, you, you hear guys talk about like John Stockton and how he'd like hold jerseys yeah. when guys are trying to cut, and he'd like do all these little things. And it almost gets romanticized when you have a guy who, as you said, is not as good of a player. Like finds these little tricks to yeah. do whatever. So I think Brad Davison, in his mind, he thinks that curling around a screen, a good way to do that is to like grab a guy's leg, and then you're like, well, if I'm gonna grab his leg, I might as well just hit him in the balls right before I do. Yeah. He starts doing stuff like that. Um, all of his dirty plays happen within the flow of a game where I feel like he is trying to – whereas Grayson was like, that's not a natural move to just, like, trip a guy. I'm not no. defending Brad at all. I'm just no. trying to find, like, a – I, I The know. caveat is that Grayson was good enough not to do it. Brad is not. Yeah. Yes. That's the caveat. And we, and we yeah. all know what it means to do the little things. So he suspended one game uh, against Michigan State. I, th- I I think he should be suspended. I think, uh, yeah. yeah, he's got a track record. Yeah. I, I don't know. What, what else is there to say? I think yeah. people expect us to, to rip the guy apart. But, again, he was nice to me, and I want to go fishing with him. I want him, to, you, I want him to teach me how to catch great fish. That's again, really- <laughs> at the end of the day, what do we really need to do as far as ripping these kids? I mean, there's nothing that I've seen look sadder than just watching Pac-12 well, players on the court. Uh, yeah, you know oh what I mean? God. Like, we don't need to be ripping these We're gonna kids. They're already having a rough bit. enough yeah. time. Well, you know what you should do is – is if you want to defend Brad Davison, just uh, just do the thing where he's not just say he's not getting paid, so like mm. he can do whatever he wants. Mm. That's mm. that's the move. And which I guess we can transition into the Kobe King part of this <laughs> with the Wisconsin thing, because Kobe King, who uh, is Wisconsin's second leading scorer, he's he's their leading scorer in Big Ten games, um, just decides right before the start of February, right right at the end of January, he decides he, he for a team that is solidly in the NCAA tournament right now, a team that. Uh, is, is sort of reeling, lost three or four, um, needs needs some sort of leadership to get back on track, all that kind of stuff, decides he's just going to up and quit. And it has people in a frenzy. The the, the boomers, quote-unquote, of the Internet are losing mm. their minds at this kid quitting on his team. The uh, the cool kids of the Internet are like, hey, man, he's not getting paid. Let him do whatever he wants. Uh, and I think that's what Brad Davis should do. He should, he should lean on that part. Because if you just say, I'm not getting paid, I should be able to do whatever I want, then mm. everyone on Twitter is like, that's a great point. It, 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 he brings up a great point. Wouldn't it be smart if you're Brad? You know how uh, when the NCAA is about to come down and you know you're about to get sanctions and yeah. teams will take, like what Louisville did, they'll just take the penalty themselves. They'll self-impose the penalty. If I was Brad, I would have self-imposed the one-game ban. Ooh, that's so, good. I, so I don't have to lose to Michigan State. Yeah. We have an excuse for losing to Michigan State. I look like the good guy. I'm aware of my mistake. And then we move on. Yeah. That, that would have been great. He should have self-imposed. Yeah. Just self-imposed. And if uh, you're Kobe King, self-impose the fact that you want to leave and transfer. It is bizarre with the Kobe King thing. we we, we got to talk about this a little bit because the sky, as I said, is falling in Madison. Everyone is calling for well, Greg Gehardt's head. It started with the Showalter tweet, right? That was the one that well, was like – first of all, yeah. so Kobe King breaks this on Instagram. He says yes. after – he puts this long post on Instagram. He has since deleted his entire Instagram um, as of this recording. Entirely. Yeah, he deleted his account. Oh, not even just like the post. No, wow. he deleted his account. Wow. As, he literally that, deleted his yeah, account. Yeah, as of this recording, maybe he reactivated it since uh, since we've recorded this. But uh, after spending almost three years in the Wisconsin program, I realized that this program is not the right fit for me as a player and person. 
was part of the the thing. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't want to rip him too much because like. You know, like we just have t- tonight, right before we started recording, TJ Carton uh, is stepping away from the Ohio State program mm-hmm. for mental health reasons. And obviously, that's not something like I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm an Ohio State grad. I would much rather DJ Carton, as much as as much yeah. as I want to win basketball games, I would much rather DJ Carton be in a good place. Yes. Um, so I don't, but I don't get the feeling that that's what's going on with Kobe King because he explicitly says like this just isn't the right program for me. I think it is. Just a case of him, like, I'm over Wisconsin. I got to get the hell out of here. I thought I was going to play in the NBA. I'm not on track to play in the NBA. Um, and it's weird to me how many people are defending him because they're saying, like, the kid is doing what's best for him. And I don't think anybody that has a problem with it is is saying he can't – he doesn't have the right to do what's best for him because I think, like, no no one's saying he shouldn't be able to do this. You should be allowed to do – you should be able allowed to leave the team whenever you want. But at the same time, I don't think it's unfair if – you're kind of pissed off and saying like the kid just quit on his team. Like I don't like Andy Katz went nuts on Victor Never. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. Oh, he he went nuts because Andy Katz went to Wisconsin, and the theory is that like someone, one of the coaches, got in his ear and then and would just like say all this, and then he's like, Done. perfect, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> boom, say no more. Um, <laughs> got it. But and then people were like kind of attacking Andy Katz because they're like mm-hmm. let the like it's it's always a bad look when a middle aged man is ripping a a kid who's playing for free and just trying to do make the best decision for him. And I agree with all that, but like, I don't know, man, as a guy that, that played college basketball, a guy that was in these locker rooms, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you defend that really. I mean, so, if, if, if that's what it is, if that's, if Kobe King is just leaving because he's like, ah, I've had enough and I'm leaving when you're, when you're on an NCAA tournament team, cause this is kind of unprecedented Tate NCAA tournament team, second leading score. Yeah. Like he's getting Brandon plenty Davies of minutes all over again, except for he's doing it to himself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, which Brandon Davies should have been doing. He should, it to should have been doing it to himself. Uh, but the through line that we just found out, and this is this is why Coach K may be right. You're not arguing about the act. Yeah, you're arguing about the timing. The timing. Yes, there you go. The timing. Yeah. So it's the timing, not the act. It's the timing. So not at halftime. At the end of the game, you can say sit with us. I think. I don't know. I or just, I want like, to sit by myself. Kobe can't, but then on the other side, I mean, I don't. I'm I, I'm I'm really torn on this because then I see the point too. Is like, but do you really want Kobe King to stick around on this team if he's hating every second he's there and he hates his teammates and he hates his coach and all that is that really what you want do you want him there i guess not i guess you want him off the team right um it's just weird i just like i I find the reaction to it really weird though especially i think that's the part that i just find fascinating whenever these things happen um because the players aren't get paid and that is on the forefront of everyone's minds with the ncaa and anything to do with college basketball if you think it's not on the players minds it is it is they think about it all the time but anytime any player does anything like we've gotten to a point Literally anything, anytime a player does literally anything. The power balance yeah. is not where it used to be. No, it used to be it's here cra- and here, yeah. and, now and now it's, it's like, like yeah, it's, it's completely a sliding flipped. scale 24-7. The, yeah. the, the players can do whatever they want. Depending and, on and what HBO documentary was yeah. coming about, student athletes, yeah. you know what I mean? It depends on the attitude. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it, I don't know, it's a fascinating story. But the, to the larger point, um, beyond like what Kobe King ends up doing, Greg Gard is, does not seem long for this world, if you, if you were to ask Wisconsin – not not long for this his job I guess I should say mm-hmm. I was a little dramatic there with the with the, <laughs> with the description of Gregor. Um Wisconsin fans are calling for his head though Tate. Mm-hmm. and and this is uh, Kobe King is a kid from Wisconsin as you said you brought up the Showalter tweet shall we go through that yes please um, uh, Zach Showalter who if you don't know he is discount double check uh, he was that moment uh, yep. what, what year was that 2016 2015 oh boy I yeah don't know. that was it, the it, that was against Florida right yes, yeah yes. he gets the yeah. But then Florida, then Florida hit the shot hit the, right after the that. Yes, right after yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So we Premature all remember. Premature celebration, yeah. For we sure. all remember yeah. that. So Show Walter tweets, uh, some play for the name on the back of the jersey, some play for the name on the Which front. Which is funny because Wisconsin does not have names on the back of the jersey. So Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I think that might be the problem. At That's least. the problem. Kobe King <laughs> is like, literally. Can I just put King on the back of my jersey? <laughs> like, it's That's a great last name. I just need King. <laughs> if I have King on the back of my jersey, I will get drafted. Wouldn't that be hilarious if uh, you had a George team? King in Colorado yeah. who's like, <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if there was a team where like one guy got his name on the back? The, what what that that should be an idea. I yeah. did, I, here's an idea for a brand for college basketball yeah. is uh you only allow one guy per week. whoever like the the guy who's playing the hardest in practice or whatever that's the honors. You get away mm. your name on the back of the jersey for all the schools that don't have names on the back. Yeah, and everyone else gets no name on on the back of the jersey. You have to play hard in practice. You earn it. And then every 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 <laughs> before every game the coach presents it. And it's like this week. Brad Davidson. Brad Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's the only one that's Davidson. Davidson. Kobe King's mad every week. He's like, can I just put King on it once, Brad? Can you stop diving in practice once? 
so yeah, Showalter tweets that. Um, and then who chimes in, Tate? Tell the people. A hero. Mm-hmm. A hero unlike any other that we've seen in quite some time. A guy that probably could be considered a rookie of the year candidate in the NBA. And a guy that goes by the name of Tyler Hero, a.k.a. Raph Tyler. And he mm-hmm. comes back and he's basically like, no one wants to play in that crappy system. That's why no one wants to stay in Wisconsin. And Zach Showalter is like, yeah, fair point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler Hero, who is from Milwaukee, had originally committed yes. to Wisconsin before changing his mind, going to Kentucky, then became like the focal point of Kentucky's offense, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and went to the NBA and is now killing it. Um, he even said in there, he, uh, I, I love this exchange. Showalter says, but I always knew you were a killer. I just really wanted you to come to Wisconsin. No, no. he first says, I admit I was 100% wrong about you. You're a killer. But I always knew you were a killer. I just really wanted you to come to Wisconsin, which Showalter – Pick a lane here. You can't say I was 100% wrong about you. I always knew you were a killer. That's a contradiction. That's a contradiction. So, you, you, yeah. Um, but then uh, Hero says, appreciate you, but I'd still be at Wisconsin. As, as if to say, as if, he, yeah. yeah, he would not 100%. be a one and done. Yeah, Which and he's not wrong. We all, we all know Calipari went in that room with mm-hmm. him. It was like, Tyler, do you want to play at Wisconsin for three, three years? Yeah. He's like, no. He's no. like, okay, we'll come to Kentucky. Um, and... Uh, 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 yeah, so so there's there's that going on. The the Wisconsin fans are upset because it's basically you have Tyler Hero, as I said, from Milwaukee. You have Kobe King from Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Uh, these two guys that are in-state kids that are basically saying, "I want nothing to do with this style, this program, this this old school basketball, where where guys like Brad Davison are exalted." That's not me. I'm out. Um, and Wisconsin people are are rightfully upset. So what's going to happen to Greg Gard? That's what everyone wants to know. But what if Greg Gard represents the old guard? Which is what Wisconsin fans really want, which is the yeah. old guard. And if they just lean into that and say, this is what Wisconsin basketball is, this is who we are. Sort of like what Nebraska did with football in the 90s mm-hmm. or like, and then leading into the 2000s, which has not worked out well. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do that. But I could see Greg Gard convincing these guys, especially after you said the cast thing, that Kobe King is the problem. Greg Gard is not the problem. Wisconsin basketball is not the problem. Because, again, in the world of college basketball, it's all about who has the best finger point and the thing to say at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, And Coach K has not been able to finger point and have the right thing to say in quite some time. And he used to always have the right thing to say. Right. And that's why we always thought he was you know, this mastermind, this you know, exalted person who was on top of the pyramid. But now he's kind of cracking. Yeah. And I think with Greg Gard, he's smart enough to get behind the scenes and play the media card to say, this is a Kobe King problem, not a Wisconsin basketball problem. Even though you and I sitting here would say, Something's going on there because we've heard things before this. We've heard you know, rumblings. Yes, exactly. We'll put it that way. Yes. We've we've heard rumblings of uh, discontent within the, with players with players within the Wisconsin. Um, we we've had DMs sent to us. We'll put it not that from way. Greg Gard's not coaching from Greg Gard. No. Um. So yeah, the, I, I I think there was a certain culture that Bo Ryan had. There's a certain culture that Greg Gard had. Mm-hmm. Even though Greg Gard was a Bo Ryan guy. Um. They, they they run things very very differently from what I've been told and uh, yeah and and I don't know it it, it it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens because um, if you ask the, if you ask the Wisconsin fans it's time to move on but Greg Gard I don't know he, I, I don't really feel like it's like like I said they're they're going to make the tournament Tate. like they have a they have a tournament team they're they're not bad at um I don't know. I I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I'm trying I'm trying to figure it all out because like I don't think I don't think Greg Gard like if you look at it from a standpoint of like wins and losses like Greg Gard is not it's not like you definitely have to fire the guy but at the same time it it, it does feel like it's slipping away from him a little bit so I, I'm not saying what should happen I'm just saying it's fascinating and I'm curious to see what will happen. There was also the Ty Strickland tweet tweet who was in the same class as Tyler Hero and he said what's done in the dark always comes to light. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like that whole other layer that all these people were running with all these ideas because that class, I guess he's 2018 class, right? Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was the biggest one in that class. They had a couple other guys that were committed and they all kind of like fell apart when Hero left. And so a lot of Wisconsin people were blaming Tyler Hero for that. So there was a lot of layers just in the Wisconsin recruiting world, but you know, apparently related back to guard. And then I'd forgotten that Showalter responded when he decommitted to Wisconsin when just said, what are you doing? Showalter said that? He <laughs> yeah, tweeted that? What, what are you decommitted? <laughs> And so, like, there's a lot of layers of this whole story. And now for Showalter even to be like, oh, you actually were right. Yeah. That's even more damning, I think, to the first. Yeah, that's it's it's. But but can you fire a guy for that? You know I don't what I mean? Think like, so. I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, a PR battle. Because yeah. who's in charge? Are you letting the inmates run the asylum, so to speak? Uh, if if you let people that like, you know, it, or, or it's Greg Gard your guy, and if you identify him as your guy, and people don't like him, well, is is it a thing of like? find kids that'll fit into that mold or do you find a new mold? I don't know. It's fascinating because 
I, I, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. It also is interesting because the transfer portal, the transfer portal itself, right? Like it, it basically is opened the door to guys being able to make these decisions without consultation. Yeah. And there used to be like we've seen you have the shirt on right there, like in blue mm-hmm. chips, like you have a problem. You got to go talk it out at least first before you do anything. Yeah. And now it's like I'll get on my computer, or I'll log into my NCAA.com account, and I'll put <laughs> put, put myself in the portal. In the portal. <laughs> and guess who's calling me? Mike Bray. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> please come to Notre Dame. You ever been to South Bend? You ever heard of Mayor Pete? Come to South Bend. So please. I wish, dude. I wish I was. Uh, how many times can you enter the portal? I wish I was. I wish they had the portal when I was at Ohio State. Oh, I would be entering the portal left and right. I would just be. I'd be living in the portal. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be constantly. I'd be hanging out in the portal. <laughs> Could you imagine just threatening that at practice? You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm going to the portal. Like, all right, Mark, time for defensive <laughs> drills. We need you to guard Evan Turner one on one. Full I'm like, going to the portal. Portal me, bitch. <laughs> Pull your computer out. <laughs> you find my ass on the portal. <laughs> it's like, how's he doing that? He's got a hotspot. He's got a hotspot. He's figuring it out. Oh man. Well, poor Wisconsin. Poor Greg Gard. It feels like something's gonna come out. Uh, you know, who, you know what they should? They should. I, I changed my mind. They should fire Greg Gard, and you know who they should hire is Tony Bennett. He's oh. from Wisconsin. Mm. Um, he. I, we we need to hear what Tony has to say about this. Whether he hasn't said no, guy, right? He's not that, said no. The Mark Titus defense. Uh, it, it is kind of funny that Tony Bennett is better at producing NBA players than Greg Gard, which is funny. Like, cause we're the, the knock on Greg Gard is the system, the, the mm-hmm. whole style, whatever what have you. And Tony Bennett has, if you ask like a neutral fan has the most boring, worst brand of basketball in the world. Yet he just produced three NBA players. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon was considered to be yeah, an all-star yeah. this year in the NBA. I he mean, like pumps yeah. out NBA players regularly. Yeah, lottery picks. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, Cause you're, cause yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Poor uh, Wisconsin. All right, they'll figure it out. It's time. Okay, let's get to the Pac-12 update tape. We did it. We made it. Uh, we are again. We're on the West Coast, and we watch a lot of West Coast basketball, especially together now because we're coming to the Fox Sports Studios at nights, Monday nights, Thursday nights. We're watching all these games together, so we get a lot of Pac-12 basketball. And this has nothing to do with basketball. And this is the first start of the update. The Pac-12 and Redbox, that's right, America, Redbox have announced a major multi-year partnership. The the DVD thing the that's DVD outside Walmart? The DVD that has uh, 386 million kiosks, and I'm not going to fact-check Are they that. putting Pac-12 basketball games on DVD? Which is the question, <laughs> which is the question, because to me, I hear that, and I say to myself, first off, I go to Pac-12, uh, and then I just go to the news, right? So I always see, like, press releases for the Pac-12. So I always try to see what the conference is. literally Google are. Pac-12. And then I just go to news, and then I read all the news updates on Pac-12. Um, this is part of my day that I have to spend doing because, again, Carolina lost to Ohio State by 25 points. This is what I have to do. Anyways, they've started this partnership, and in the announcement, all it does is basically say that Redbox has all these kiosks. Redbox has done all these amazing things. People love Redbox. Uh-huh. Then it comes back to Pac-12, Conference of Champions, great things about the Pac-12, names all the other people that the Pac-12 worked with, Coca-Cola, all these bigger brands. But it doesn't say anything about the activation of this process, other than the fact that Redbox and the Back 12 have partnered together, which I think is a sign that they don't know what they want to do with this partnership. But you and I can figure it out. We can figure it out. Which is, we need Pac-12 just hits in every red box. You know what I mean? It's like, do I want to watch Ford versus Ferrari, or do I want to (laughs) watch the 2008 Utah-UCLA basketball game? Pac-12 classics. Pac-12 classics. Don't be in red box. You know know what I think it is? I think it's like, remember when you had to get the the (laughs) CD-ROM to download a program? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You get like the AOL disc, and you put it in the computer. Or you buy like Microsoft Office. Yeah, you put it it on the disc. I think it's that's how you get Pac-12 Network. I think you have to go to Redbox. You have to buy one of those discs. You like load it into your DVD player. <laughs> Updating system. One green bar. <laughs> Five days later, it's updated, but you lost internet in the middle of it, so it all deleted itself. That's how you subscribe to Pac-12 Network, I think. That's how it works. Well, that's perfect. Uh, Redbox and Pac-12, that's happening. Uh, oh next God. up on my list, uh, Remy Martin. Um, you know, we, we all know Remy Martin, uh, the drink, but also Remy Martin, the player who plays for Arizona State. He opened the Pac-12. One of three Pac-12 players you know. Yes, yes, one of my favorites. He's He opened the Pac-12 uh, with six 20-point games straight, right? First player to do that since 1996-97. Uh, and there was three or four guys, so I don't want to list them all. And, you know, you don't know. No one knows. Uh, but anyways, he was the first guy to do that. I found that interesting. And then Kyle Smith, coach of Washington State, the Cougars, they're having a great year under the radar. Uh, they beat Arizona State and held Remy Martin to 12 points last night, keep, keeping him from getting his seventh straight 20-point game. Wow. So congratulations to Kyle Smith and the Washington State Cougars. And they came back against Arizona. And I think – 
They're the sleeper team in the Pac-12. Arizona State. Washington State. Washington State. Washington State. Okay. Arizona State. Arizona State. To Washington State. To Kyle Smith. And they ended Remy Martin's streak, which makes me think they're my sleeper team. Washington State, the Cougars. I'm all in on the Cougars. Since Clay Thompson's jersey retirement, they have been winning every game. Since Coach K gave the speech at the (laughs) – Exactly. Undefeated since then. So that's that's the update there. Remy Martin leading to that. Uh, USC – uh, it's another one. USC is one of four major conference teams with five or more true road victories. The other three, Baylor, Kansas, Seton Hall. Wow. So USC, they're losing right now currently. Uh, they're playing right they're, now. They're, uh, who are they playing? Right now they are playing uh, – sorry. Yeah. No one, cares? no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. They're playing. They're losing. Uh, also, Pac-12 update. Let's just talk about Bill They're Walton. playing Utah. They're playing Utah. They're playing U U U. You of you. And we'll talk about Utah uh, at some point because they are a Pac-12 team as well. Uh, Bill Walton was on the broadcast tonight. We were watching Mm -hmm. the Washington. uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, they (laughs) weren't playing Jesus Christ. They were playing Arizona. was playing Arizona. Arizona, And Arizona needed a road win. Uh, Bill Walton in this game. None of that matters. None of that matters. Mm -hmm. None of that matters. Bill Walton in this game opens it up. Uh, He basically says cats and dogs uh, are are searching for the evergreen future of value, sacrifice, and discipline. That's what cats and dogs are looking for. Yeah, wildcats versus huskies. Yeah. This is the opening of this, which will be great. Uh, He he also continues to go on Conference of Champions. He says it's all on the line tonight. And I wanted to know how many times it's been all on the line in Bill Walton's mind in the Conference of Champions. So we'll figure that That out. That reminds me of uh, my new thing I do when I watch football (laughs) games. People hate me for it, but I I think it's funny. Um, Whenever, whenever. Kids, try this one at home. Whenever there's like a close game and it's in the fourth quarter and there's like five minutes left mm-hmm. and it's third or fourth down, just if you're watching with a group of friends and it's silent, just say this is for the game right here. Just say that. I I love I love to see how many times I can say that in a single game. Yeah, it's for the game. Like, I think this plays. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Check it out. This this plays for the game right here. It's like third and seven and the team's yeah. down by six. Yeah, counterplay. Like, yeah. <laughs> Stuff. This is for the game. That's the game. I love. I lo- <laughs> That's game. Because I, lo- I noticed that announcers do that. They'll say, this is for the game. Yeah, and this and then, is for all the marbles. And then the Dick. team gets the ball back. Yeah. And then, like, okay, this one's really for the game. <laughs> and then they punt. And then, and then you know. It's really for the game. Then, okay, man. now this time, it's yeah. really for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I'm not joking. So, so it's the boy that. who cried wolf, but uh, the boy who do cried Do that. Just say, just, just, yeah. yeah. Try it. Or if you're howling try, and barking, try with the Super Bowl this like Sunday. Just be like, this, yeah. this is for the game this right here. Game. <laughs> Bill Walton will do it 49 times during any Pac-12 game. Uh, we did see that. We also have to point out that Washington – this is my last point for the okay. Pac-12 update. Washington is in last place. What? Of the entire Wait, conference? What? Yes. They're in last place in the Pac-12, and they lost at home tonight against Arizona. Arizona. Oh, my God. They didn't just the lose. They handed – that was – Gave it away. That was brutal. Sean Farnham is up. Sean Farnham is just like, like staring like into the abyss. Kids. <laughs> like you just said, you were like a lot of people were like, you know, if you're a middle aged man, don't call out kids yeah. and say their disappointments <laughs> on television. He's like, let's tell him. Let's let's call Sean, a kid a that disappointment. Was trash. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that was embarrassing. You can't even dribble the ball off the floor. What a loser. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but still, that's the Pac-12 update. Washington in last place. Bring the ball up the floor. I had a, I had a couple of Pac-12 notes for you. Oh, please. Uh, number one, uh, the research department here at Fox. Nice. Um, I, I had them look up the stat because I was curious. And uh, they, they went to great lengths to do it. So uh, I keep saying that it's one guy. It's one guy that's the research department. And I told him. Thanks. I would, Is he your guy? I would, I would as say, Coach K would yeah, say? Yeah. Okay, good. I told him I would say the, uh, uh, the stat on air. So I got to do it. Uh, this is the first time – well, last week is the first time because we have the same top four as last week in the in the AP poll. The first time since 2002-2003 that the top four teams were west of the Mississippi River. Um, it was the preseason poll. Pack 12 power. Yeah, the preseason poll of um, – <laughs> I'm laughing because you just said Pac-12 power, literally zero teams. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the top four Pac-12 teams. <laughs> It's because of the West Coast, <laughs> aka the Pac-12. Uh, it was AKA the Red Box. The preseason poll in, in in the 0203 season: Arizona was one, Kansas was two, Oklahoma was three, and Texas was four. That was the last Ooh. time that we had four um, west of the <laughs> Pac-12 power, <laughs> and none of them were Pac-12 teams. Uh, speaking of which, San Diego State is one of those teams. They're fourth. Mm. Um, you might remember Tate. I had the game at New Mexico circled as a possible. Just because, like, I've heard about the pit. New Mexico apparently has one of the best arenas. Mm-hmm. It, it supposedly gets loud. But then the story comes out that Jaquan Lyle, former Ohio State guy, guy who I thought could have won Big Ten Player of the Year eventually, um, and it is now at New Mexico. Jeff Goodman puts out a tweet. Jaquan Lyle did not go on a road trip with New Mexico 
Instead, he hosted a party in Albuquerque where someone ended up getting shot. And you're just like, sorry, what? Can we dissect what just happened there? Um, so anyway, I, I had it I had it circled as like New Mexico, maybe the crowd gets crazy, maybe, you know, road games and are always tough. Uh San Diego State jumped out to a seventeen oh lead and is now twenty two and oh. And I they blew them out. I think I think they're gonna do it. I th- I was looking at this looking ahead of the schedule. We have two two games that I now have circled are at Boise State and then the finale at Nevada. The Boise State game is February sixteenth. Boise State is uh number eighty nine on Ken Palm. They're gonna be fine, right? Like I, I mean, road game. It has to be a road game. There's no way they're losing at home because they play Saturday. Knock on wood. They play Saturday. They play Utah State, who's the second best team probably in the Mountain West. They already took care of business at uh, Logan. Logan, Utah, I think, is where Utah State is. Um, they already beat Utah State in in Logan. So, you know, yeah, you, you see, you would you would think that they'll take care of business Saturday. So, um, you said the final I don't know. I think it's happening. Are Boise State, Nevada. No, those aren't the final two. Uh, the but those are the final. The, the two. Those are the bat- two yes. that like I think. Very funny because yeah. all that made me think about was remember that year when Boise State was like going to be number one in the country in football, and then they played at Nevada, and then their quarterback was Colin Kaepernick, and Nevada beat Boise State because yes. they missed a field goal at the end. Yes, and that was the reason that Boise State didn't get to go to the BCS game, and everyone was kind of like, "Oh my god, like they blew it." I kind of feel like that's what's going to happen. Nevada, with San Diego State. Yeah, it's going to be Nevada or Boise State. It's going to be one of those teams, and it's going to be a game where. You know, we're kind of like, I guess, yeah, it makes sense that they finally would lose. But also interesting, uh, we saw that they were going to be the number one seed in the West, so Gonzaga would be the number yes. one seed in the East. That will never happen, right? I don't, th- I, I don't know. I don't see that happening. Gonzaga's too good. Gonzaga has they're the name brand. They yeah, the they have the blue blood. blood. They're yeah. gonna get the blue blood. There's no way. There's no way. I don't think there's any way they can. So let's stop doing that. That was yeah. Lenardi's bracketology. He had um, San Diego State. Football. Are you ready to start taking uh, Malachi Flynn seriously as National Player of the Year? Sure. Uh, he's, he's averaging 16 and a half, five assists per game. Uh, one, I think put him in the list because why not? Yeah, they're undefeated. I think in my mind, the reason I haven't been mentioning him is because it, it, I didn't want it to be a thing where we're throwing him into the conversation because his team's undefeated. Because then the moment he starts losing, you're like, all right, get them, get him the hell out of here. <laughs> but now I feel like he's playing so well, and, and San Diego State's playing great defense. Um, you know you know how much I love teams that play defense and have mm-hmm. a guard that can that can get you buckets. Um He's playing so well now that, like, I really do think they could lose like a couple games, and he would still be an All American, right? Or at least the second team. All yeah. like he's gonna I feel he's like gonna be on All American. Right? Yeah, like it, that's sort of the game that we have to play with. This is like Peyton Pritchard right now is getting the the notoriety because of the name recognition. We've seen him before. He's made the Final mm-hmm. Four. He was younger then, but now he's you know older, older in Oregon basketball. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? People know who he is. But I have to ask you about uh, a team. This is can we be done with the Pac-12 update? Can we ball it up, or do we need more Pac-12 uh, updates? I, I had a couple other notes, but okay, we can get no, to them later. No, no, no. Let's let's get to them because I have a note about a team that we. Well, fuck it. Let's <laughs> let's just get into it now because quickly. Uh, this is east of the Mississippi, so just get it, get on a plane real quick and go back east of the Mississippi. This is just something I want to throw out because this is the gamesmanship I want San Diego State to play, and this is yeah. why it matters. What Dayton is doing is genius, which is. It's basically let's tease it out as long as we can, mm-hmm. and then let's not do it, which is basically let's be the team that's, oh, they might lose today. Let's watch this Richmond game. Let's keep an eye on Dayton. Get, get all of America. Get the eyeballs. Saying, all, everyone's texting deliver. everyone. Like, yes. Uh, you know, Every single time. Throw the TV on. Oh, Dayton's going to lose. Yeah. Upset alert. And then it's, They it's, are capitalizing on upset alert because that's the only way to get eyeballs. So, yeah. Like, don't and then blow the, date, the Dayton SID has an earpiece in. He's mm-hmm. like, not yet. They're watching. Not yet. Yeah. Not okay. Now. 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 Obi. O- now. O- Obi. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Crooker like goes back, crosses up, throws a lob, top and dunks it. It's like, oh, they got it. And I think Dayton's the grandkids are up yeah. there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really think that's happening because every time I'm watching Dayton, I get some alert on my phone because I, I I subscribe to Dayton alerts because I'm like I, I love Dayton. I'm whatever. I get my alert and it's like, watch out. Here comes Duquesne, and I'm like, oh, what? Duquesne's involved. And yeah. I come pull my phone out, and all of a sudden they look amazing and everything's yeah. working smoothly and i'm like how did this get here and i think that they're doing this on i purpose. i've reached the point where i will watch dayton if dayton's on tv i'm watching that game yes. over everything else dayton is my favorite team in the country to watch obi toppin is my national player of the year now i've been riding the peyton pritchard uh bandwagon for a while i'm ready to jump not off the bait i'm, I'm ready to do both why can't mm. we have both but uh I, I would vote for Obi Toppin now because I think I mean I I tweeted it as I was watching the Dayton game like at a certain point the excitement factor weighs in like Pritchard's having a great year I think Luca Garza's having a great mm-hmm. year um, I cannot watch Luca Garza the, you AKA, hate Luca Garza well he's Luke Herringoti I I just I can't uh, I think that for me it's those three guys and then um, I don't know other guys could get into the mix but I I haven't figured out who the other two would be on my All American team yet. 
But uh, those three guys are the top three to me, and Peyton Pritchard has been number one for a while now. But Obi Toppin, I mean, the, the, he catches Obi the, Toppin. He, he, Obi he, Toppin. The dunk he had, the you, you the brought it up. Peyton Pritchard. We got to go back to the. Let's get back on the plane. Okay, now you're let's ready. Go, to go let's back go. Let's go, go west of the Mississippi. Okay. I just had two notes. So <laughs> one was the mountain trip is back. Yes. I wanted to. I wanted to acknowledge this. The mountain trip. Uh, playing at Colorado and Utah. Mm. Uh, for those who don't know, in the Pac-12, you take like pod road trips so you go play the two washington schools and then the two oregon mm-hmm. schools you know and the mountain trip is always the hardest the colorado utah one it's the hardest in the sense that those two schools aren't really next to each other like most of the trips are two schools that are by each other they're not really that close uh the altitude messes people up um th- they're by far the two furthest away from like the rest of the clump of of teams in the pac-12 so historically it's been a problem for, for teams to win because even when Colorado and Utah aren't very good, teams always seem to slip up in one of those two games, mm-hmm. right? Um, but lately, it has not been as tough. Date last year, you might remember Oregon State and Washington both swept the Pac-12 or both swept the Mountain Trip in the Pac-12. Mm. Uh, but this year, no one has done it, and there's four candidates left. We have Stanford and Cal, which is next weekend. They both next weekend take the Mountain Trip and flip flop, and then in three weeks we have UCLA and USC. Those are the four <laughs> candidates left. So uh, in 2015-16, there was no no one swept. That would this would be the first time since 2015-16 that no one swept. The mountain trip's back. The mountain trip is back, yeah. and of those four teams, I'm not worried about any of them. Honestly, yeah. like Stanford probably. Stanford be my has pick. the best yeah. ch- best chance. USC's probably. been good on the road, yeah. so I guess we could say USC. But I, I really don't. Or see Or maybe any of those. UCLA or, or Cal. I mean, who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe Mick Cronin gets the boys what if it's together. Cal? <laughs> what if Mark Fox gets Cal? They almost no. beat Oregon tonight. Kind uh, of. Yeah. Let's, um, let's not say that. And then I wanted to give a shout out. Maybe I should save it for the end. But uh, we're at the Pac-12 update, so I just want to say this. Uh, our buddy Zach Schwartz, uh, mm. former Ringer colleague. Um, he had quite the week. He first of all, he had the tweet. He made up the story about uh, uh, buying flowers at a at a LA florist, and yeah. the f- and then luckily for him, some lady claimed it. And was yes, like, that so, was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're kidding. Yeah, I'm Zach. kidding. We're we're joking, Zach. Uh, he he was the guy who tweeted the thing about the flowers, and, and yes, the lady yes. gave them to him for free for very Kobe. LA story. Yeah, 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 it was very cool. That was Zach Schwartz. He's the same man. He he's an Arizona State alum. Uh, he went to Tempe for, of the Herb Sindag group. Yeah. yeah. He went to Tempe for the uh, Arizona State-Arizona game. ASU was down 22. They came back and won and beat Arizona. Uh, so he also had that to be excited about. He, he beat his rival. But the real reason I'm bringing him up is so I could talk about Arizona State. And, Tate, are you aware that they caught the penis man of Tempe? Are you aware of who the penis man is? No, I'm not. The penis man is this guy in Tempe, Arizona, who is going around spray-painting the words penis man, and that's it, and just like very standard font and, and Arial and Times New Roman. He wasn't getting fancy with it. Just – penis man Mm -hmm. and that's all he would spray paint on on various things all over the phoenix slash tempe area uh the police have been on the hunt for him for a while they arrested him i believe last thursday they arrested him um but the guy they arrested his name is dustin shomer oh god he says he told the phoenix news times on monday i'm not the original there are hundreds of copycats with very distinctly different handwriting so uh, according to this man who they arrested there are hundreds of men out there in tempe arizona Spray painting the words "penis man" on just anything they can find. So, we'll have to keep an eye on that. So that's he, something to watch in the Pac-12. Yeah, we're gonna keep one eye on that for sure. Let's just be is, honest. Is Bobby Bags the penis man? I, he has to be. I thought you were gonna say Mark Godfrey when you read the name. Uh, I did not know who this could be, what this story could be. We know that Tempe, Arizona, has like a filler system straight to Simi Valley. Like they go down there, yeah, recruit, right. and take them there. So, like, I mean, it makes sense that like this could be a phenomena. Uh, but boy. <laughs> Congratulations, Zach Schwartz. If there's, if there's any campus in America that there would be, I would tell you that there's yes. a penis man loose. It's probably in Tippy. The other Pac-12 note I had was uh, Gilbert Arenas. Mm. Uh, you, you see that he's, he's now gonna he's going to coach yeah. now. And he's going to honor Kobe's. Late. A lot of people um, are honoring Kobe by wearing a certain number, posting something else. Gilbert Arenas mm. is going to take his just like insane approach to the game of basketball and. Uh, Coach like twelve year olds and those poor kids. God, turn that into reality yeah, show. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Oh like, my god, the little tykes with Gilbert. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, that's all. I, I had more notes than you did on Pac-12 update. This yeah, month. I mean, honestly, the Pac-12 update to me is becoming a, a mutual joy because again, we're watching all these games, we're, so it's easy. It's it where it's dangerous. It's it was hard into, when we weren't watching games. I know. that were happening on the West Coast. Even though we were on the West Coast, we just weren't watching. Is the now Pac-12 going to get more teams than the ACC in the tournament? They're going to get five, and the ACC is going to get five. So it's going to be a draw. Be, yeah. yeah, classic draw. Um, all right, moving on. 
You want to do company men? Yeah, of course. We have to we have to talk about Fox stuff. I um, was going to make the transition from Mark Fox to company oh, men. Nice. Fox to Fox. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so pretend, you guys know like you just didn't hear You guys remember Mark Fox who coached at Georgia uh, that one time that they were good with mm-hmm. Travis Leslie and mm-hmm. Trey Tompkins? Mm-hmm. Well, he coaches at California now, and his name's Mark Fox. And how are you go? We're at Fox, and this is Company Men. All right, this is Company Men. Uh, we we are contractually obligated to talk about Fox properties and and things going on at Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to start here. Take the Super Bowl is happening. Yes. Um, were you aware that there, it's posted on the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's posted in the hallway here at Fox where there's a big picture of Joe Buck. It says in 1994, Fox hired a 25 year old Joe Buck to be the youngest announcer of broadcast network TV. NFL games. He was 25. He was 25 in 1994. Yeah. So there's that. And That's one Super gave me crap. Note. Yeah. I want to go. Th- here's some prop bets with Fox, with the, with the broadcast. You ready? I got Congratulations, some sporting Joe news. Uh, will Fox show a picture or clip of Joe Montana playing for the Chiefs? Yes. Yes is plus 150. No is minus 200. You have to explain to me how that all works. Um, so if you bet 100, you get yeah. 150. Yeah. And if, yeah, okay. All right. You have to bet 200 to win 100. Yeah. You bet no. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Fox mentioned that the Super Bowl is on Groundhog's Day is one of the props. A hundred percent, and they will also show Bill Murray at the same spot because he just went back to where they shot Groundhog. Lock me in on. I'm going to make my picks. You say yes, they're going to yes. show. Yes. You also say yes. Uh, well, Fox mentioned the Super Bowl is on Groundhog's Day. I'm going to say yes as well. Yes. And you're going to say yes. Will Fox show highlights of Donovan McNabb throwing up? Is one. Yes. yes is plus 800, yes. no is minus 2,500. Yes, and I'll give you the Why? caveat because Donovan McNabb talked to the Chiefs team the other night because Andy oh. Reid asked him to. Oh. Boom. So yes. you're saying you're saying Lock yes. I'm yes. saying no. I'm taking the no on that one. <laughs> um, and then finally, this is my favorite one. Do they have the rights to the footage? That's the question. Yeah. Did Fox have that Super Bowl? <laughs> Where's um, the research department? Look it up. Um, will Troy Eggman or Joe Buck speak in Spanish at any point? No. The- no. I'm gonna say no as well, but God, what a fun prop bet that is! What, what, in what world would they? Why would they? Miami. Oh, they just they just start. Joe to, Buck just drops. Like I a feel line. like yeah, I, I feel like that's a slippery slope. You're gonna yeah. What could you possibly say that wouldn't be? I don't know. Offensive. <laughs> <laughs> what was that minus a thousand? No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> minus ten thousand. Uh, here's the other game I want to play with you. Yes. Um. So Fox also has the Daytona 500 in February. Mm-hmm. Um. We have WWE SmackDown is on Friday nights now on Fox. Uh. And obviously have college basketball coverage. So I want to play a game. I'm calling NASCAR driver, SmackDown wrestler, or college mm-hmm. basketball coach. Perfect. Where I give you the name of a human being. And you tell me whether he's a NASCAR I'll driver. Put my computer down. So no yeah, no cheating. Yeah. A SmackDown wrestler or a college basketball coach. Are you ready? Yes. Zach Spiker. NASCAR driver. He's the head coach at Drexel. Perfect. <laughs> so you got that one wrong. Great. Uh, Scott Dawson. NASCAR driver. He's a wrestler. <laughs> Bubba Wallace. NASCAR driver. NASCAR driver. <laughs> yeah, you got Bubba. that one right. Love that. Uh, Ross Chastain. NASCAR That's driver. That's a NASCAR driver. Dusty May. NASCAR driver. He's the head coach. He's, <laughs> He's the head coach at Florida Atlantic. Okay. Uh, John Morrison. Ooh, NASCAR driver. He's a wrestler. <laughs> I don't know any of the wrestlers. What, what happened a, to their names? Didn't they used to have names like fun? Well, names? I mean, some of them still oh, do. So you're I just purposely their legitimate names. Okay. No, right. these are these are their ring names. Oh. I'm just trying purposely. I'm, well, yeah. What is? Going I mean, on? I'm not going to say Kane. Let's say that. The Undertaker. That was easy. NASCAR uh, driver. Tick Price. Ooh, coach. That's a coach yeah. at Lamar. Uh, Eric Skeeters. Coach. That's a coach at Delaware State. Yes. Xavier Woods. NASCAR driver. He's a wrestler. He's a, <laughs> he's a pretty he's a pretty famous wrestler, too, but that's okay. Uh, Michael Fly. Coach. He's a coach at yeah, Florida yeah, Gulf yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heath, Heath Slater. Coach. He's a wrestler. <laughs> Bo Dallas. That's got to be a coach. That's a wrestler. <laughs> Matt McMahon. How is Bo Dallas not a NASCAR driver? Can I just say anyone that is a NASCAR driver that has a stupid name, change your name to Bo Dallas. Uh, Matt McMahon. Coach. That is a coach. He's the head coach at yes, Murray State. Yes, yes. Uh, Cole Custer. NASCAR driver. That's a NASCAR driver. You love that. Barkley Raidball. Wrestler. <laughs> That's a head coach at Charleston Southern. Okay, all right. Barkley. Uh, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney, coach. That's a NASCAR driver. Okay. Alex Bowman. 
NASCAR driver. NASCAR driver. Yes. Duggar, I know a lot of Bowman. A lot of Bowmans in North Carolina that were driving a bootlegging back in the day. Duggar uh, Bauckham, I believe is how you say his last Duggar name. Duggar Bauckham coach. That's a head coach of the Citadel. Love it. Uh, this is a fun one. John Smith. <laughs> Man. Uh, Puritan. <laughs> He's the head coach at Cal Poly. Okay. And there then finally, the last one, Mick Cronin. Oh. <laughs> it says here he's the head coach at UCLA. I don't. I don't. Former buy head coach. Yeah, yeah. Former you got one, coach. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You got ten right out of twenty. That's not bad. That's a good game. We That's should, what we like to call the business. Fifty percent. That's my company mid segment. More, I need more NASCAR drivers. I that's a fun. Names. That's a fun segment. Yeah, uh, uh, NASCAR driver, SmackDown that. wrestler, or college basketball. That's a good coach. episode of company. Man. Um, do you have anything else? No, I learned a lot today uh, about the Pac-12. Learned a lot about NASCAR. Learned a lot about Fox. I will say I'm excited about the fact that we're going to be watching all these games together at night, Mondays, mm-hmm. Thursday Thursdays, Thursdays. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. It is fun. And I, I feel like it still is surreal almost. You know what I mean? Like there, this is actually going to be a schedule because we've been so off schedule. Yeah. Like we actually have a schedule. Now. The people are waiting for us to be like, we're going to take three weeks yeah, off. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. We're here. We're not. Please join <laughs> we're us. Yeah. Please clap. Um, I have a few shout outs. Number one, yes. uh, I want to shout out LSU, who has won nine games in a row very quietly. Uh, nine games in a row for LSU. They're undefeated in the SEC and first mm-hmm. place by themselves. The only undefeated team in the SEC. Um I don't know, flying under the radar a little yeah, bit. They be, won the SEC last year, yeah. Tate. Be mm. careful, Will Wade. Just be careful. Be careful. Yeah, just be careful out there. Uh, I also want to shout out Indiana. Mm. IU, um, you might remember this, Tate. I had this idea to do historic shots of programs. Like, instead of doing, instead of halftime doing, like, a half-court shot, why don't you show a historic shot from Show your, the Watford shot. Show, Let's yeah. Let's do it. Um, and then pull someone from the audience and they get to recreate it. IU has taken my idea. Um, I don't mean stole the idea because the guy who, who had the idea actually reached out to me. They wanted me to come to Bloomington and be the first one to do it. I swear to God. And I, I forget why I didn't. I probably just forgot to check the email. Next um, year. Yeah, I'll do it next year. Next year. Uh, I probably just I probably just chickened out because I didn't want to miss in front of I – would, I would, You kind of have to make yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I have to make it. That, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they took the idea. They did the Watford shot. Uh, Kentucky fans were not happy. They were roasting Indiana for it. But, uh, I don't know. Hopefully they do more shots. Hopefully it's not just the Watford shot, like, yeah, over and over say, and over. It kind of reminds me of, like, the Muscleman thing where he, like, recreates moments with the recruits. Yeah. It's like uh, – Well, it, it hopefully they do. Eventually. Yeah, just don't do the Watford shot every time, and uh, <laughs> and we'll be good. I also want to shout out our good buddy, friend of the program, Michael Avenatti, mm. who uh, is seeking to – he's he's currently involved in a trial against the United States government. I don't know all the details of it. I just <laughs> And know honestly, that, we don't want to talk about the details. We don't want to get sued yeah, by we don't Michael Avenatti. Get sued. No, no but uh, come on the podcast, Michael. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, he is, Share your gift. He is Share seeking to have his Google search thrown out as evidence because it's currently being presented as evidence in this trial, and his lawyers are saying you have to throw that out. Mm-hmm. The Google search that he's trying to get thrown out is a search of the two words insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I want to be accused of? Yeah. Outsider trading. <laughs> no, outsider trading. <laughs> that sounds oh, more man. fun. And then uh, the last thing I want to make a note mm-hmm. of is Miami, Ohio canceled their game against Central Michigan because of the coronavirus, which uh, is pretty shocking. That uh, I don't do, is, is ground zero for the coronavirus in America, Oxford, Ohio? Is I, that what we're worried about? I will say this. I saw someone send me a, a Chiron at the bottom that said, the coronavirus is not related to drinking corona. And yeah. I said to myself, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to go down. You know what I mean? This, this, hey, is, this is Charles Darwin. Hey, folks, I, I catch the coronavirus every Friday at 5 p.m. I mean, with a little bit of Lyme disease on the side. That's literally, that's literally what I'm, literally what I'm like, saying. Like, what, what is going on? What is going on? They have nothing to stop. Stop. Oh, poor man. Corona. This is their marketing nightmare. This is bad. Yeah, yeah. or maybe it's good. Maybe yeah, like Darren Novell will crunch the numbers and be like, they they <laughs> gain this much market exposure by everyone talking about Corona. I don't yeah, know. Love it. Um, but yeah, a game, a college basketball game is canceled because of the, or postponed um, because of the coronavirus. But it, but it wasn't. It was in Oxford, Ohio. It's weird. They should have said it was Kobe. Uh, some games to watch. Uh, you, you give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, perfect. Creighton at Villanova on noon Saturday. Fox Sports One. Oh, Fox Sports One. Yeah, thumbs you're, up. you're all in on that one. Uh, Indiana at Ohio State noon on on ESPN. <laughs> thumbs on down. <laughs> no, you don't care about that one. <laughs> um, 
Michigan State is at Wisconsin, 1 p.m. on Fox. Thumbs up. Thumbs Let's up. watch that one. <laughs> there we go. That sounds good. Uh, Texas Tech is at Kansas at 4 on oh, ESPN. Oh, sounds terrible. <laughs> Just don't want to watch that one. Kentucky is at Auburn at 6 on ESPN. I actually do want to watch that game. Yeah, that'll be a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Duke is at Syracuse at a, a surging Duke. Syracuse team. Syracuse won five in a row, just lost at Clemson by one. This uh, is the Jim Beheim, Buddy Beheim breakout game yeah. where everyone sees that Buddy's having a great year, Jim's having fun, and Syracuse. I'm going to say this: if what is what is Syracuse's uh, student section called? Beheim's buddies? Yeah, something, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Honestly, if they don't chant at Coach K, sit with us during this game, I I, I don't know what they're doing, but they that. That that's that, that needs to happen. <laughs> Come on, um, Syracuse. That's at eight on ESPN, and then uh, Utah State is at San Diego State at ten p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Uh, I actually might try to go to that game. Ooh. It's at San Diego. I'm thinking about it. Okay. I, don't know, I feel like I need to go to a game down there in All San Diego. Right. Get go to uh, La Jolla. Get some get some tacos <laughs> with the Surfer Bros of San Diego. <laughs> go to I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm feeling I'm feeling San drawn Diego. to San Diego right now. I want to go to a game. Sounds there. like a basketball powerhouse. Down yeah. There. <laughs> and then uh, Sunday is Illinois at Iowa. Yes. It's 1 p.m. on FS1. Also the Super Bowl. Watch yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's watch the Super Our Bowl. bosses are telling us we have mm-hmm. to plug the Super Bowl. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It is a football game that will be. Do you care who wins the Super Bowl? I saw they asked McCaffrey. They're like, "Do you care who wins the Super Bowl? You're gonna pull for the 49ers. You got Solomon Thomas on. You know, former team. Yes, Fran McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, no, Chris. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They friends like they ask, what? They asked Connor McCaffrey. He's, he's got an ice pack on his nuts in the training room. They're like, "Why we have you, yeah. Connor? Your thoughts on the Super Bowl?" Every single time. Uh, yeah. So I don't care who wins, and it's probably the first time in a long. I usually always have a reason to care about someone, but this time I'm just like, you know, I hope whatever. both teams try hard and yeah. stay safe. That's yeah. what I hope. Uh, yeah. no, I'm probably cheering for the Chiefs. I think. You think, I think so? Just because. I, I think Kansas City fans, I don't know. I'd like the Zoo I want Andy Reid to win a Super Bowl. I, I think Andy Reid needs one, yeah. But I also, actually, you know what? I'm going to pull for the Chiefs. Why not? Yeah, why not? I don't, I mean, 49ers have won enough. They oh, had Joe Montana. Uh, one more shout-out I have to give. Uh, shout-out to John Rostein, who, um, do you remember the story that came out when um, that someone did this long report about how John Rostein tweets good luck yes. to all the coaches? Yeah, yeah, Apparently, that same outlet is now reporting that Rostein is no longer contributing to the New York Times, and the New York Times dropped him because he tweets good luck to all the coaches. So, thoughts and prayers to our buddy John. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. but uh, What I, is wrong with saying good luck? I don't get it. I don't, it's, I don't it, get it. The war on journalism continues. Um, Just say good luck. John, if you Maybe want Maybe not if, 50 straight <laughs> times, but, you know, eventually – Apparently, there's there's a war between John Rostein and the New York Times, and if you're asking us where our loyalties lie, Rostein. you're not paying enough attention. Yeah, it's, not, it's pretty obvious where ours lie. Um, that's it. That's the show. Anything else, Tate? No, we're good. We'll, we'll be, be back. We'll be back on Tuesday. Um, yeah, have a good weekend, everybody. Go Chiefs, I guess.